only, and I do mean the only way you would meet a girl at an all-boys boarding school is if you do something that includes other girls from like out of the campus. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of High School Uncensored, your go-to podcast to find out what high school is really like. None of that rom-com, teen, YA, book stuff, just the real deal, the raw, the raw business. Okay, so this week we are joined by one of my, I would say, friends, but like that's kind of a lie. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We are joined by Will Rogers. So, Will Rogers, say hi. Hello. Okay, cool, cool. So. Let's just get started with some guest questions then. First of all, name? William Rogers. Grade? Uh, I'm in 12th grade. High school experience summed up so far in one sentence. Well, it's not one sentence. It's more two words. And I'd say those two words are, well, shit. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that like we established early on that this is going to be an explicit episode. Okay. (laughs) So the next question is, tell the story about how we met. Okay. So... We met in like eighth grade. If yeah, I'm yeah not eighth grade. Yeah. Eighth grade. It was this volunteer program at this uh, elementary school that was like two minutes away from my house. And um, I went there and you were also helping participate in it. We were just teaching some kids math and we ended up fencing. Yeah. We, okay. We had like these newspaper giant roll thingies. So we like fenced with those. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, after that, I found out you were in my gym class the entire time, and I just never paid attention. And <laughs> after that, we just kind of talked during those classes, and then we just kind of kept talking. Yeah, okay. You didn't say the story, so I'm going to say the story. So we saw each other at that volunteer opportunity, right? And I was like, okay, I'm never going to see this kid again. I didn't really bother to learn his name. And then I found out he was in my gym class, so I asked someone, figured out his name. I was like, hi, Will. And he just said, hi. And then I don't know how I figured it out, but I realized he did not know my name. (laughs) I'm terrible with names, okay? And plus, I don't think we ever really called each other by our names in the first place when we first met. Doesn't matter. You should have still asked me my name. So he he asked me my name. I gave a different name. I said like Caroline or something like that. And then he believed that. And then someone, I don't know who spoiled it. So he asked me my name and I said a different name. And then I got more people in on it. So whenever they asked for my name, they would give him a different name. No, they would tell Will a different name. So for the longest time, he did not know my name. Yeah, because you wouldn't let me learn your name because of the one time that I forgot your name, which is completely reasonable seeing as we had just met. I still think it's a funny story. (laughs) Uh, Okay, what is your favorite song? Oh, okay, wait, not favorite song. Song that kind of sums up high school, throwback song, favorite song, something like that. Um, I would say it's August by a, a band called Flip Term. Cool, I'll add that to the playlist. <laughs> okay, so my next question is, what is your biggest secret? Well, uh, <laughs> honestly, I don't have any good secrets to tell that wouldn't be embarrassing. Did <laughs> you say an embarrassing one? Why would I want to say that? Well, you wanted to be on the podcast, so you have to spill your tea, Will. I guess I like to watch anime from time to time just because it's nice to watch. Okay, okay. I respect that. I mean, same, I guess. Um, The next question is, what is your rice purity test score? So I had never heard of this beforehand, but I decided to take it. uh, And I got a 91. You got a 91. Okay, cool. That's fine. What What is the current highest score on that? The highest score? That someone's gotten. There's one person who didn't know what the Rice Purity test score was, so she didn't give an answer, so I'm going to say her. I don't know about that. There's some, there's some questions on there that would 
there are some questions on there that are very questionable. Yeah. Um, very questionable. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so before we get into this week's topic, how do you identify? He, him. I'm a straight male. Okay. So this week we are talking about, I don't know how to phrase this properly, but basically like moving around in high school, stuff like that, right? So we have like two kind of breakdown topics. One is like being a military kid and then also boarding school. So to start off, you're a military kid. You move around a lot. How many schools have you gone to? I'd say around 10 or 11 schools. Wait, really? And like how many years of education? Um, so starting from preschool, I had one and then I went to three separate elementary schools. Wow. Um, three different middle schools and three different high schools. So basically, yeah, like 10 or 11. Wow. Okay. So where have you been in like all these schools and stuff? So I've been to uh, Jacksonville, Florida, Pensacola, Florida, San Diego, California, Virginia Beach, and Vilnius, Lithuania. Cool. Okay, so what is your experience like, I guess, being a kid um, whose family's in the military, like moving around a lot? How do you make new friends, deal with coming to new schools? Okay, so I think generally when moving to a new place and like the first couple weeks of school, It used to be that I just kind of had kids gravitate towards me since I was the new kid and, you know, no one really knew who I was, so everyone would ask questions. But I think as it kind of, that's like it was high school or something, people stopped caring as much. Mm -hmm. So, And in like Vilnius, I live in like the suburbs almost. I live outside the city. And since no one really speaks English other than other Americans or kids that go to my school, I didn't really make many friends there that quickly. But in general, I'd say when moving to a new place, it's you kind of learn how to adjust quickly. It can depend on person to person. For me, I would just kind of be quiet and just see who I end up talking to. And that's how I made friends is that I just end up sitting next to someone and a conversation would start. And then from there, it just kind of kept going. Yeah. And that kind of like goes into what I was going to say about how they're like kind of two stereotypes about um, how a military kid acts. Like some people are really out there and like they're willing to make lots of friends and stuff like that and then there's people who are kind of I don't want to say loner but they're like more shy and reserved so like you say you would say you fall into like the other category oh yeah for sure I think I was a very I am still a very shy person not very uh outgoing per se well okay in that fencing match you seemed pretty outgoing to me so like I don't know but (laughs) when I get comfortable I tend to open up a bit yeah yeah it takes a bit to get me out of that shell at first yeah. So, okay, when you view friendships, do you kind of see them with an expiration date? I don't know, like, if you subconsciously be like, oh, I'm going to leave soon. I can't make that many close relationships. I, I don't know. I mean, for me, I never really thought about it. It's just have fun with them. They're my friends. It's not like it was normal to me. So I didn't really think of it as like, oh, I'm going to have an expiration date. Because I mean, I'm still talking to you. Yeah. Moved away. So <laughs> what, it was like four or five, four years ago almost. Wow, four years ago. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, I never really saw any expiration dates. Mm-hmm. I mean, as I got older, it was more dreading having to leave because most, for the most part, most of the people I used to know, I don't talk to anymore. Yeah. There was like rare exceptions. Um, yeah, because I like drilled my way into your life. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. But yeah, with this most recent, like the most recent move, the friends I made in Vilnius, uh, my only r- real friends in Vilnius, they're both American. So mm-hmm. they're both going to be 
either in the States or um, in Europe. I, want, I think one of them is going to a college in Europe. So I'm kind of afraid that I might not talk to him as much as I would like, but I'm pretty sure because it's, you know, the last couple of years of high school, I'm pretty sure that the friends I made in Vilnius are going to stick for longer. And the other, I might go to the same college too. I could go to the same college as them. So I, I, I think that this, these the friends that I have right now are the ones I'm going to keep for a while. Okay, that's good. And then like also, how do you stay friends with people once you move away? I know with um, technology and like social media and stuff, it's easier to keep in touch. But how do you make sure that you maintain the same level of closeness that you were? You know what I mean? Well, I'd say... It depends on the friends that you had. For the most part, it takes a lot of energy to make sure that you constantly stay in touch with someone. Mm-hmm. And it came harder in Vilnius because there was like a seven-hour time difference. Yeah, seven-hour time difference. Yeah, <laughs> rarely any windows where I could actually talk to you. Yeah, or but the thing is, okay, thing is, Will sleeps really late. So over quarantine, I would have um, like Instagram lives where I just bake stuff. And it would be 11 o'clock here. And then he would be awake and it's like 6 a.m. No, wait, no, that's okay. It would be like nine o'clock here and it would be like 4 a.m. over there. And I was like, Will, just go to sleep already. Go to sleep. Um, And it was my break. What was I going to do? Oh, yeah. Wake up the next day in quarantine. How fun. (laughs) (laughs) But still, I don't know. But like, I feel like um, even though there was a time difference with us, it wasn't that bad because you just like you sleep late anyway. So it wasn't horrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just takes more energy to like remember to text them because yeah, you're okay. not seeing them every day but overall i think texting makes it is one of the main ways to stay in touch as well as like facetime or other messaging apps but honestly for the most part i think a good 60 percent of friends you'll make in the military if you're not wanting to keep them mm-hmm. passion they will most likely fade out of your life okay yeah, I was I was really worried about you when you were said you were leaving because I know you're like really shy and I was like I need to make sure that he has friends even if it's not at his school. So I don't know if you knew that or not. But yeah, also with the time difference thing, when you said when you talked about like oh you have to make sure you text at the right time, I would want to text you, but I was like it's seven o'clock here, he's not gonna get it, and then I would be like okay, I'm not gonna send it, and I would like completely forget, and I'd be like you know I would say I'm gonna tell him in the morning, and then I would just completely forget, and like that's. It's also kind of hard with the time difference and like moving away and stuff. Yeah, it's just a person-to-person basis. I think with a seven-hour time difference, with me being seven hours ahead, usually if you send it in the morning, I'm already done with school. Yeah, which is really weird. It's honestly just a matter of effort. Yeah. And the other person also wants to stay in touch because if it's just you trying to like force the friendship to stay alive, it kind of makes it bland. It makes the conversations go very dry. And it's not fun for either party. So what's the longest and the shortest you've stayed in a place? And like, how does that affect how you react to different people? You know what I mean? Like, do you find yourself more willing to connect with people if you're going to stay longer or vice versa? Okay. Like I said before, I don't really think about how much time I have. It's just, I go to school. It's a new school. Am I going to make friends? Mm -hmm. Oh, I made friends. Well, I could hang out with them. And how close I get to them depends on how close, like just how well we mesh together. And so I think the shortest time I've ever been in a place was a little less than two years. Okay. That's still Um, a long time for like the shortest amount of time, right? The longest is four. So yeah, I haven't been in any places for more than like two or three grades. Okay. So going back to friends, how many friends have you managed to keep over the years and like give advice about how? 
Well, I think over the years I've made a lot of friends, like a lot of them. Wow, so popular. I tended to have a weird gravitational pull towards girls. I would hang out with girls a lot, especially in like elementary school. As the years went on, I stopped hanging out with as many girls, but definitely during elementary school, I would usually have befriended the entire class, I guess. And that's okay. how it was. And so I just yeah, yeah. Sit, sit at the girls' table, talk about who, oh, like, who likes who, stuff like that, because, I don't know, I guess they trusted me. Okay. I'd say over the years that I've kept friends, I've only kept you and the two friends I've made in Vilnius. And I think okay. that's about it. Well, I'm proud to be on that short list of people. <laughs> yeah, I'd say to keep friends, like I said earlier, you just kind of have to make an effort to keep them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it shouldn't be hard to try and keep a friendship. If you're trying, to, if, if it's hard to keep a friendship going, it's not the best friendship. I mean, there's obviously other factors that go into it, like distance, time differences, but generally it should be pretty easy to stay in contact with someone, okay. especially nowadays. So I just say put in effort, but if both people aren't willing to put in an effort, it's really not going to end up working out the way you think it will. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Will, he was in my area. Okay, that sounds weird, but like he lived in my area from about like eighth grade to ninth grade. And then you went to um, Lithuania, right? And you stayed at school there for a little while. And then you decided to go to boarding school. So what was your decision behind that, I guess? So. Oh, and then like, why specifically did you choose to go back to the States? Okay. Yeah. Um, So life in Vilnius is pretty boring. Okay. (laughs) It's pretty depressing at times. I only had like two friends and I was really depressed. I was in a terrible like situation, was like suicidal, very depressed. So I decided to kind of return to the States because it's the States, it's where I know it's like the people there act like I'm used to instead of being cold. And I feel like I'm an outsider since I'm not exactly white like they are. Okay. Um, and yeah, my main reason for choosing the U.S. is that it's just something I'm comfortable with and I just needed to get away from all of the European life <laughs> or the, like Lithuania specifically. Okay. Well, are you like doing better now that you're back here, I guess? I don't know. I never really asked about that. Yeah, I'm doing a lot better than how I was before I came back. Get, coming back to the States and just, it, it felt much easier to fit into this school that I'm currently at than the school that I was at in the first place. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. What's your school like, I guess? So growing up, our generation watched Zoe 101. So I think unless you know someone that goes to boarding school, that's like the spectrum of what you know about boarding school. So how do you, did you watch that? I never watched that as a kid. Okay. <laughs> um, well, like, I guess just tell your experience with boarding school then. All right. So... I go to an all-boys boarding school. I guess that's an important thing to mention because there's a lot of differences between a co-ed and an all-boys or all-girls boarding school. So I came in my junior year. So it's not a huge student body. It's like 400 kids. The whole grade or like just the school? School-wise, it's 400 kids. So there's around 100 kids per grade. Okay. Which is better than the last school I went to, which was 
around the same number of students, but it was split among K through 12. So you have 20, oh. so 20 kids per grade at my Vilnius school, while here it's 90 to 100. Wow, okay. That's kind of crazy, but okay, keep on going. So when I first came here, everyone was moving in. You move into your dorm room and you have a roommate. And beforehand, you usually fill a form and it's trying to put you with someone that they think you'll get along with. Okay. And I have to say, I did not get a roommate that I got along with my first year here. <laughs> I hated him with everything I had because he was just so annoying and so messy. It was terrible. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, dorm life, it, like specifically on dorm, it's not that bad. It's, okay. If you're at an all, like my all boys sporting school, by the time you're junior dorms, there are no curtains to the showers. There are communal showers. And basically, it was like a square that had two sides, each of them split by a wall, and there was two showers on each side. So it was like two on one side split by a wall, two on the other side split by a wall, no curtains at all. So okay. you walk in to take a shower, and there's just be other guys in the showers completely naked and just, you know, showering. Okay. And so it was a bit of an adjustment to do that. I don't know how it is with co-ed. I know that I think in co-ed they split the dorms up with like girls and boys dorms. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> but here it's all boys, so it doesn't. It, it's more by form, which is the grade. So I was in the fifth form, which is the junior. We have like commons room with like TVs and Xboxes, consoles and stuff. And then as for classes, it's honestly very convenient mm -hmm. to live on in boarding school because your teachers live there, or at least that's yeah. the case in my school, because we're like the middle of nowhere. We have a huge campus, so like 99% of the faculty live on campus. So you could just go, you could email a teacher like, hey, not this year, obviously, years before, you could email a teacher, hey, do you mind if I ask for some help on these math questions? Or like, and they're like, sure. And you either set up a meeting in the classroom or you go to like their room or even their house sometimes. We have other things called advisories where it's like pseudo parents or like uh, your foster family, essentially. That group size can differ from like two to eight. And it's, it doesn't, it's mixed forms. So like you can have seniors and freshmen in one advisory, but basically those people are kind of acting as your parents. They'll take you to the city if you need to get you groceries. And depending on the advisor you get, they celebrate your birthdays and other like fun things together. This year it's a bit different. You can't really do that as much since COVID prevents you from like getting in close proximity because we have a lot of older faculty here mm -hmm. and we need to wear masks and we can't really go into other houses just for protection. But we can still meet outside in the classroom or in like a, one of the outside areas that we have. Yeah, just overall boarding school, it's a fun experience if you're open to it. Okay. And especially if you don't like your parents breathing over your shoulder, boarding school is a good place to go. Mind you, there will still be people like making sure that you're doing what you're asked, but it's not your parents being helicopter parents and like monitoring you 24 seven. You have okay. to plan what you can do. You have like free periods and stuff like that. Okay. And then like with parents, do you feel, do you ever feel homesick or like how often do they contact you to check up on how you're doing and stuff? So I, I've never really been one to be homesick. Okay. I've just moved around so often. I guess I don't really. Well, like, do you I, miss I, your family? I guess, like, that can also be part of being homesick. Like, you miss. Not really. I don't oh. miss my family too much. I mean, what I'll about miss, your dog? I miss my dogs. Like, okay, there we go. You have to miss something. It's like, it's fine. And my friends, too. But yeah. 
in terms of like feeling homesick, I don't really get homesick. I miss my friends. I miss hanging out with them because sometimes I like my classmates are busy and so I don't really have anyone to hang out with here. So sometimes I do miss them. But overall, I'd say I don't get homesick that much. I contact my parents like once a week. Okay. Okay. I guess like, okay. I don't know. Me, I would, I don't know. I would miss everything. I don't know. You have this kind of stuff that every school has, but how does that like differ from being in boarding school? So boarding school, my school has a lot of funding. So the clubs have a lot more budget to work with. Okay. You yeah. have a drama club. Uh, yeah. That's more of a school activity that's mandatory to pick. Like you either pick sports or you pick drama or athletic development, which is basically just PE. Okay. So we have funding. So that means the school can buy snacks or certain things that you might need for the club. You just need to talk to the club, to like the sponsor for the club. And then mm-hmm. they'll talk to the teachers or like the, the headmaster and be like, okay, here's the, here's the money that you need. So as for uh, my school, we have a D&D club that I'm a part of. Okay. Uh-huh. Dungeons and Dragons, uh, for those who don't really know about that kind of stuff. And for that, they can buy certain supplements or stories or things that you, like supplies basically, to run D&D. Okay. Races or certain special things that you cost money that you wouldn't really be able to do with the normal public school all the time because it's pretty expensive. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And then as for, uh, let's talk drama. Drama has a lot funding as well okay there is a lot we can work with last year we had like we have we have a wood workshop as well as a giant warehouse full of other props ships motorcycles archways doors like chairs from all different types of eras and stuff like that so we have no shortage of things um and so we have the ability to kind of make these very nice sets i can't i don't really have any images right now but there was like one set where it was like the inside of a wooden shack and the students built it by hand Usually the tech crew does that, but if it's, if it's a big enough like set, everyone that's participating in like the fall play or the spring musical or the winter play or slash musical will help. So, it's, uh, and then football, baseball, they have the money to buy the equipment that you need. Okay. And, uh, and the resources to kind of host games and, you know. Okay. So you talked a lot about how COVID is affecting your school year this year. What kind of different regulations do they have and like how... How's it differing from previous years? So when I first came back to my school, I had to quarantine because I was coming from Europe and I couldn't really quarantine anywhere else. But once the school year started, we started out very cohorted. Your hall, basically. And that was the only people you could eat lunch with, do activities with, or talk to for the first two or three weeks. But that was simply because we didn't need to mix it. It would make it easier. Like if we had a positive case, we already knew who to contact trace. And if you ever go outside your room or the bathroom, you got to wear a mask. At this point in the school year, those regulations have pretty much been loosened quite a bit. Okay. Don't have to wear a mask outside as long as you're distanced from everyone else. What used to be pick up dinner and you just bring it back to your room is now back to sitting in the dining hall. And they've brought back a lot of old stuff like the salad bar and like drink machines like juice and water and stuff like that coffee, milk. Um, So it's kind of come back to normal. The only thing that stays different is the masks and the fact that we aren't interacting with other schools as much since they are just now opening. We're one of like the only schools that actually opened at a normal time and has managed to stay open. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd say classes, you're wearing a mask all the time. Activities, you're usually wearing a mask or you're distanced. And 
Yeah, I think it's mainly just masks. Okay. The courts have been dissolved. The school store's back open to what the way it was. And so everything is just kind of, it feels normal now. Okay. And it's easier for you guys because it's a boarding school and like no one ever, if people leave and come, but like not as often and like you don't interact with that many other people, right? Actually, the faculty, since they live on the campus, they never really have to leave except to pick up groceries. So yeah, not many people leave the campus. So it makes it easier for us specifically. Plus we have the money to do the constant testing to make yeah. sure everyone's safe, as well as to buy the air filters. There are air filters in, like in the walls. All this money, it costs a lot to open up safely and in a way that makes it easier to control. Okay, cool. Uh, so my mom, this is specifically a question my mom had, but how does boarding school impact college applications or something? Like do they play more of an active role in it, writing essays and stuff? So for my school, again, I don't know much about others. The faculty are very involved, especially for the college application process. Since you know your teachers more personally than you personally than you would at a public school, it's much easier to ask recommendations. And you have a, a college counselor whose job it is to specifically go through your college's lists and help you pick. And for instance, I have my college counselor who I'm meeting with later this week to help apply to colleges. And as for college applications, if you go to a boarding school, especially a well-respected one, it does kind of Put you higher on the list is like oh wow he went to boarding school he it's a very good school let's say he does very well i'm assuming this is for like anyone younger like ninth grade or something as they're going through the years if they have a very good track record at a private school that is very well respected and has a lot of connections you're most likely going to get into a college i think my school has a ratio of like almost 99 percent of all students here go to college or at least get into a college that they apply to so i don't for most, for the most part, boarding schools make it, I wouldn't say easier, but it makes the process a bit less harder on you specifically because there's okay. more people to help you out. Yeah. For larger boarding schools, I'm not so sure. Mine's not, mine's like a, a big one, I'd say, for a boarding school, but it's not the biggest out there. But I still think that most boarding schools are very hands on with helping the students begin the process. I mean, obviously, they allow these kids to like do their own thing, but they are very helpful uh, along the way. Okay, cool. So that's like my last serious question. I'm just going to move on to asking a bunch of stupid questions I have about boarding school that, that are really stupid to you. But like, I feel like everyone listening would be like, I did. I, yeah, I feel like that too. Okay. Um, so, okay. <laughs> Me, I like to eat snacks a lot. So <laughs> what kind of, so you guys have a cafeteria, right? But like, do they have vending machine or like, can you go into the city and buy your own snacks? Okay. So... Uh, all these answers are going to be based off of what I've seen at my school. So yeah, my yeah. school, we have a dining hall. Okay. You only eat there for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. During the normal school week, we have a school store that has snacks that you can buy, as well as like uh, certain supplies you might need, such as like laundry detergent or uh, soap or school supplies. It's an all you can, all you really need there. But if you do ha- need something that you can't get at the school from the vending machines or the school store. There are weekend trips to the city, either mm-hmm. one city or the other one's bigger. It has like a Target, the Chick-fil-A and other stuff. And the other is just a small, like has like a food line. But we used to do that every Saturday in the evening-ish. And so they would have a bus that would bring kids there and by like six, bring them all back. And there you could eat out at a fast food restaurant or a Chinese restaurant, or you could buy snacks from the food line. Okay. Cool. 
Uh, and then also you said laundry detergent. So I just, I just want to ask, like, how do you do laundry? Like, do they have a laundry room or? So again, for my school, each dorm has its laundry room. Okay. How well that laundry room is maintained depends on people that live on the hall. Okay. But for the freshmen, it can be a bit messy. I think we've had a few fires in the past couple of years because freshmen <laughs> loaded the dryers and so they caught fire. Oh my um, gosh. But I've never had that happen to my dorm. Okay. Mostly just popcorn burning in a microwave. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there are laundry rooms, uh, usually on like the ground floor of the uh, dorm. And yeah, you just kind of do your own laundry. It can be annoying because some people refuse to like pay attention to when they put in their laundry. So you'll put your uh, stuff in the washer and you'll be like, okay, I need to move to the dryer now. And all the dryers are full and no one comes to pick them up. Oh my gosh. Most people do is they just take out the clothes and dump them on top of the other dryers or on the floor even, which got pretty annoying if your clothes were the ones that were in the dryer in the first place. Oh my gosh. You try to clean your clothes and now they're on the floor and you're like, oh God. But yes, you do do your own laundry. It's more difficult for those who don't know how to do it. It can cause accidents occasionally, but I mean, senior year, you already know what you're doing. Okay. Um, okay you guys wear uniforms, right? No, we only have a dress code. Oh, oh wait, I, wait, you sent me a student ID picture and you were like wearing a blazer or something like that. That is chapel attire. Oh. So, or like school attire when I'm going out to like events that involve other schools. So that is reserved for when we have weekly chapel meetings. Okay. It's like a thing that my school does is we just go to chapel for like 45 minutes, read some parts of the Bible, and then just go back to studying or whatever. I also wear it for... Well, at least if you're a new boy, which is like new, you have to wear it to every football game you go to. Yeah. For the game, like I, we have like a school rivalry with this other boarding school and we call it the game. So okay. every year, we, it's locations which is between the two schools. Last year was the other school. This year, if we do do it, which I really hope we do because it's fun, mm-hmm. uh, we'll do it here at my school. But to that game, I will wear the dress shirt and blazer. Okay. Because it's it's meant to like represent the school and show like it's like a, that's our uniform if you really want to say that. But in terms of classroom attire, it's just the collared shirt, belt, and khakis. Okay, that's cool. Wait, then so for your school representing uniform, do you wash that or do you have to like dry clean that? Because that's like a blazer. We do have dry cleaning as well. Uh, okay. It's a bit extra. They'll charge it to your school account just because okay. it's expensive to dry clean, I guess. But you can leave it with some people who will dry clean it for you. I haven't okay. had do that too often because I don't wear it that often. Usually I can just wear normal khaki pants with it because it's like a blue blazer with khaki pants. Yeah. Just use my classroom pants because it's easier. No one really pays attention. <laughs> okay. Haircuts. Do you go into the city to get them or like do you have someone to help you with that? So it used to be that I think you could go into the city and get a haircut. Yeah, okay. Now we have one of the staff that just haircuts and no one really wants to get a haircut from her because she just kind of, she literally takes it, she cuts your hair, just, just cuts it, she just cuts it short. It used to be that a barber would come into the school and actually do haircuts. I've never actually gotten a haircut here. I've always managed to get it to where my hair kind of poofs up. So I've always managed to uh, do haircuts back in like Vilnius where I have like a barber that I go to all the time. Okay. Do you guys have a certain time you have to go to sleep? If you do, what are the consequences if you don't? Okay, so for disciplinary actions, we have a system called demerits. And they're kind of just like points, basically. That's five demerits for poor judgment because you told the teacher to fuck off or something. Okay. Or like dress code or avoiding study hall, skipping class, being late to class. 
basically anything that you would get in trouble with a teacher with is what you could be stuck for, which okay. is the, for like getting demerits. As for lights out, yes, we do have a lights out time. It depends on the grade. The ninth graders have the earliest time, I think by like 10, 30, they have to be in bed. But for seniors, we don't have to be in bed until like 11 o'clock and lights out at midnight. Okay. And for Saturdays, we have until one o'clock to stay up. So as you wow. get in the higher grades, you get more privileges. And as a senior, you can actually stick underformers or even other seniors for disciplinary action. So you go to an all boys school. How do school dances work for you? Okay, so since it's an all boys school, we used to have things called social. That's where girls from either another school that is like a co-ed school or an all girls school will come to our school or we'll go to theirs and we'll mingle. I've only went to one, I didn't really like it, so I went to my back to my room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and school dances are essentially either a girl you already know or a girl you meet at a social, you just ask them. Okay. And they go to you to the social, or okay. to the dance. We call our dances like formals and semi-formals. We aren't really having those this year because of COVID, which is good for me because I don't really know who I would go with. Mm -hmm. There isn't really anyone that lives nearby me that I would want to go with anyway. You still, like, catch one of those drama girls and be like, oh, you want to come to the dance with me? Ha ha ha. Well, the thing is, yeah, I, no, just no. Okay. <laughs> So my last kind of question for this stuff is, how do you meet girls <laughs> in an all-boys boarding school? So you talked about the socials and stuff like that, but I don't know, how, how else? The only, and I do mean the only way you would meet a girl that is around your age at an all-boys boarding school is if you do something that includes other girls from like out of the campus, such as the play or the musical which is what I did because girls will come in and do roles because you can't really do female roles at an all boys boarding school. I mean, you can. Shakespeare did that, so. But it's not good. <laughs> yeah. And it helps buff our cast numbers for the play that I was a part in the first time that I came here. We had around eight girls that came in from the city. And I, you know, that's how you meet them. And that's how you make friends with the girls at an all boys boarding school. It's just got it. You have to find the co-ed activities yeah okay yeah you gotta know what you're doing <laughs> okay yeah you yeah. totally know what you're doing well it's like going back to girls and then also going back to moving around a lot how do you so if you were in a relationship like how would okay this is a weird question because like i can't ask you straight on because you've never been in a relationship but like yeah that's a thing we should mention i've never been in an actual relationship yeah so but i've gotten close but it's never happened yeah so I could tell you what, um, for one, it can be hard because both of you know that there's a time limit. Yeah, there, right? You can't date outside of high school. You only have two or three years if you start dating at the one year. And it, yeah. it also depends on how long the orders are. Some orders are only two to three years. And if it takes you two years to get a girlfriend, you only have about a year left <laughs> to actually. Yeah. And then, like, would you date long distance? Personally, would you do that? I tried once. It was not the move. Okay. It was not the move. I think that a long distance doesn't really work personally because it's just you're missing the vital factor of being together. I mean, okay. obviously, with technology, you can be together online. But you miss going out to the movies and having those nice walks in the park late at night and sitting on the bench and just looking at the stars you miss all of that and all you have are facetimes and text messages mm -hmm. okay so the case of mine they just stopped talking to you all together at one point 
um, yeah, uh, okay. not the best experience in my, uh, for, for me, other people make it work and all props to them. But for me, I wouldn't personally suggest it um, okay. for like military. Cause at that point you've moved somewhere else. You need to move on. Okay. So with being a military kid and going to boarding school, how has that kind of hindered your experience with the ladies? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Answer the question, Will. <laughs> in general, when I move to a new place, I I can I, I do befriend a good amount of girls. Uh, a. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, I never get a girl who ends up liking me ever. You had you, you did. It was once. Yeah. And I moved away before I found out, so it doesn't. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it literally it died before it could even develop at all. So yeah, yeah. I would say I've usually been the 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 guy who's just, oh, you're such a great guy, you know? <laughs> like, oh my god, you're so nice to me. You're such a great guy. Yeah, friend zone. Immediately, I always ended up in the friend zone. <laughs> like, I mean, you saw it once. Like, it happened to me all the time. Yeah. Either that or I'd get attention from, like once in like middle school, this one girl gave me a lot of attention for no reason. I don't know why. <laughs> like it was strange to say the least. Like she was popular and I was just that one kid in math. And she just started talking to me. Like randomly, every so often she'd like, be like, hi, Will. I'm like, hi. <laughs> don't know uh... what it was. She just acted weird around me, I guess. I don't think she liked me. Either she liked messing with me or she, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. She was weird. It was weird. And I ended up ignoring her <laughs> once high school came around. Like, to the best of my ability. Like, obviously, she still got me in, like, the hallways. Mm-hmm. I just rolled with it. Because I didn't know. What else would I going to do with that? That's all. Like, I, I'm not good in social situations like that. When she saw me for the first time in high school, she, like, drew me into a hug. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess we're doing this. <laughs> like, I don't okay, know. but it the thing weird. is, she would Will... Will's acting like he did not like this girl, but like he had a crush on this girl in eighth grade, which I thought was funny. Crush is a, that is a very loose term. Okay, but when you told me, you're like, oh, I have a crush on this girl, so. She was pretty. Yeah. That was it. Okay, well. I had, (laughs) I had actual crushes and not just like, oh, she's pretty. Well, yeah. Before we start to wrap up our Minecraft segment, do you have like a relationship with Minecraft? Yes, I do have a Minecraft account. Okay. Um, yeah, tell me about your experience with Minecraft then. So I started playing it when I was in like third or fourth grade. Uh, I got the pocket edition. Okay. Uh, I, I bought it without my parents' permission, so I felt guilty <laughs> about it. But I, they ended up just like, you know what, let's just pretend it's a gift because we've been doing well in school or something like that. I okay. eventually got on an actual PC. And since then, I've just been playing around. I used to play survival a lot uh, when I got on like Xbox or something, but I just started building stuff. I look okay. up tutorials and like how to put certain things and I just kind of make, like right now I'm working on like a castle and okay. after that I'm going to do like a huge castle city. Okay, so to wrap up the pod, we have a few questions. Do you have any advice that you would give your freshman self or any other underclassmen that might be listening? So to my freshman self, I would say get your shit together. Okay. Freshman me was very uh, naive, I guess you could say. I would just say keep it together. Remember who your friends are. Okay. Make sure they're actual friends. And then as for like freshmen, I would say make the best of it. Take risks. Like if you've never done a play before, you've never played a sport and you have the opportunity to do so, try it out. Especially for like play or like the arts. That's something that can 
be really fun, but you never realized it. Okay. And yeah, just uh, don't stress so hard about grades, but do your best anyway. Okay. Because if you yeah. stress so hard about grades, it can kind of damage your relationships with others and it makes your experience in high school very unfun. Yeah, like grades are important, but if you fail one test, it's not going to be the end of your entire life. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, just reach out to people if you're feeling depressed or something. There's always someone who cares. Yeah, people care. Will. Okay. Oh, shade thrown, okay? <laughs> well, you said it, so it's not my fault that shade was thrown, but whatever. And then the other question I have is, do you have any regrets? I would like to say I don't, but I do. I think for me, I let myself be a little vulnerable during my last move because it was a huge move. I was very depressed. So I, I kind of became friends with someone who's a bit manipulative and I really shouldn't have been friends with them. Okay. I've learned that. And so I don't like, I still talk to them, but not in the way that I used to. I don't like confide in them. I don't tell them things that like, it's just simple back and forth, but I think in terms of regrets, I kind of made some dumb decisions. I, you know, some friendships that I wish I had continued, but ended up falling out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And like everyone feels that way, I guess. Yeah. So thanks everyone for listening to this episode of High School Uncensored. If you like it, share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with girls you meet in drama club, but you don't want to get with, you just want friends. If you want, you can send us, send us in your stories. If you're a military kid and you've moved around a lot, let us know. Share your stories with Will. You can be friends with Will. You know, Will, everyone needs more friends, especially Will. Will's lonely as heck. I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, send us in your stories. If you have any ideas you have for the podcast, contact me. It can be like topics, guest questions, just anything you want to say. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us at our email address, which is hsuncensored at gmail.com. Or you can find us on our social medias, which are Twitter and Instagram at hsuncensored with a zero. So Will, do you have any um, shout outs? you have like projects petitions social medias people that you that, i don't know if you want to shout them out um no not really none none about, i mean okay i, yeah. I imagine if anyone actually wants to talk to me i doubt they do but i, I guess just contact their twitter and they, they can get you in touch with me okay I'll, yeah i'll do that okay so for our last segments of the day nature valley bar if you're listening please sponsor the podcast <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah and we will catch you on the flip side bye you have to say bye with me uh oh oh, really yeah okay Okay. bye bye okay fine whatever (laughs) bye Hey guys, thanks again for listening to this week's episode of High School Uncensored. I appreciate you guys a lot because you guys giving me support gives me (laughs) inspiration to keep on going, you know what I mean? Uh, So you guys are awesome. Quick shout out for Will for agreeing to film this with me. I mean, like, he begged me to do this, so I mean, (laughs) I'm just kidding. But thanks, Will, for giving us insightful insight on what uh, being a military kid is like and what boarding school is like. Another shout out to Mary Ramada for this awesome music because I love her. Drop your EP already, geez. (laughs) If you like this podcast, feel free to leave us a review, you know? We're on Apple Podcasts. Uh, That's a really easy way to show your support, I guess. I don't know. But also, you can always share this with your friends, your neighbors, your uh, pen pals, your... I don't know. Just anyone you want, you know? This week's homework is to print out a piece of paper saying, listen to High School Uncensored, and post it on a tree next to your house. There we go. (laughs) If you are listening to the end for the code word, the code word is... uh, Let me think. 
fencing. The code word is fencing. Okay, there we go. <laughs> and then, okay, apparently we are now in Vermont and Germany. So if you guys are from there, tweet at me, email me. I don't know, just, <laughs> this is so cool. So many people from, I don't know, all over are listening. And that's crazy because I just, one person, you know, but thank you for listening. You guys are awesome. So I think that kind of concludes this week's episode of High School Uncensored. Again, thanks for listening, guys, and I really hope you have a great week, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye! <laughs> you ready? Sure. Wait, I don't, I'm not ready. Give me a second. I need to pull up my, I need to pull I'd like a, are you ready? Are you ready for this nice interview? Yes. Well, I'm not, okay? I'm not ready for this.